All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and today we're going to be talking about the UFC. UFC 273 was an incredible card, an incredible card, and every single card this year for the UFC has been phenomenal. Two title fights, um, and then you got Kamzat Chumayev versus Gilbert Burns, the best welterweight bout I have seen this entire year, really. I mean, those two guys fought it out to the last round, and it was a dogfight. I mean, those guys were trying to kill each other. And it really showed how much heart Chmaev and Burns have. I mean, those two guys had so much heart. I mean, they both got popped with a couple good shots. I mean, both of them easily could have lost that fight at any point. But they didn't give up, and they went until the fight ended and ultimately went to decision. And the way the fight went, I didn't think it should have been a unanimous decision for Chimaev. I do think he did win the fight, but I don't think it was a should have been a unanimous decision because I think Gilbert Burns won the second round. I mean, he popped Chimaev a couple times, and he had him on the ground a couple times. I mean, he should have gotten the second round at least. But Chimaev won the first round and the third round, no question, especially the first round. Because in the first round, it looked like he was going to knock him out at the end of the round and he was hammer fisting away. I was like, oh, God, I've seen this before too many times. Like, he's just going to knock him out here. And he didn't. And Burns really showed how tough of a fighter he is and showed why he was the number two contender. I mean, Chimaev fought the best fight of his entire career. And coming into this fight, he only had one significant strike landed against him. And in this fight, he had like, I think it was like 227 significant strikes landed on him in this fight. I mean, that's a pretty big jump for him. And for him to go to fighting the number two ranked welterweight in the UFC from fighting unranked guys, I mean, that's incredible. And for him to win is a remarkable feat for him. I mean, that's just going to ultimately boost him even even higher in the UFC, and he's going to have more respect. And he's already ascended in the rankings. I mean, he went from number 11 to number three contender. I mean, eight spots in one fight. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. And he has power, and he's freakishly strong. I mean, this guy is so strong. I, I was watching the fight, and while watching that fight, Burns tried to take him down a couple times and Jemayev just shoved him off him like it was nothing, like it, like it was a rag doll that was in front of him. Like he just moved him out of the way. I was like, holy cow, this guy is a different beast. He's a different beast. And people weren't playing when they said he was an animal. He doesn't get tired. Like he took a beating, yeah, but... Could he have done more in that fight? Yes, he could have knocked him out. But, I mean, Burns is a tough guy. He's been around a long time. He has 24 fights under his belt. And Chmaev only has 10, and that was his 11th fight. So, I mean, Chmaev did everything he could to get the win, and he did that. And now he's going to go on to bigger and better things. I hear Dana White talking about um, setting up a fight versus Covington. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I would love to see 
Kamzat Chumayev fight Kobe Covington? Because not only would that be a big test for Chumayev, but that would be a big test for Covington to prove he belongs in the title discussion because if he loses that fight, he's not going to get another title shot with Usman. He's not going to have a third fight with Usman. That will not happen. That will not happen. That No way. And Covington needs to um, have this fight for him. because I know he wants to fight Dustin Poirier, and Poirier wants to fight him. They've been having a lot of beef. But that just doesn't make a lot of sense. Poirier is going to have to gain weight. He's going to have to move up to welterweight. Just doesn't make sense for Poirier. And it doesn't make sense for Covington because that fight won't benefit him in the rankings at all. But even though I would personally love to see Dustin Poirier fight Kobe Covington, it's just not going to happen. And it doesn't seem like that's the fight Dana wants to happen. He wants Covington versus Jemaya. And that fight will happen this year, probably this summer, possibly. I, I think it could happen this summer. If there's a very high possibility of that happening, but that would be an interesting fight. I honestly don't know who would win that fight. I, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know who would win that fight. I mean, Covington's more experienced, but Chemayev has a lot of hype coming in, and he can knock people out. I mean, he really can. And... Covington's striking is not as good as Chumayev's. That's the one thing I'd be worried about with Covington. And Covington's wrestling, yeah, he's an elite wrestler. But Chumayev is also an elite wrestler. And he can do everything Covington can do. And strike better than Covington. So he may be the better fighter in that fight. And I would personally take Chumayev now thinking about it. Because, I mean, the hype's real with this guy. And Covington... Just had a short window to get that title. And Usman is just too much. And Chumayev will beat Kobe Covington. And it will be a, an amazing fight. I'm not saying it's either way is going to be a knockout or someone's going to dominate the other guy. I mean, Chumayev's going to have to get significantly better to get ready for Covington because against Burns, I mean, Burns is not as good as Covington, in my opinion. And Chumayev struggled in a couple rounds, especially the second. And he could have lost that fight, like I said. But I would that would be a very interesting jump for Kamzat Chumayev. And speaking of Kamara Usman, um, Kamara Usman's next fight is looking like it could be Conor McGregor. It's looking like it could be Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor is coming back at welterweight. That's confirmed. He's said that. So... He's going to go for the third UFC division belt to be the first UFC fighter in the history of the game to win three titles at three different divisions. He won one against Jose Aldo at featherweight. He won one against Eddie Alvarez and lightweight. And now he's going to go up to welterweight and try and fight Usman. In my opinion, I think Usman's just going to dismantle McGregor. I don't think McGregor is the same fighter he was. He's just not as hungry, man. Like, you look at his previous fights against Poirier, and he's just, he just doesn't have that same striking power. Like, he doesn't have that same, like, you watch him knock out Jose Aldo. He just destroyed him. Like, the way he landed that punch. 
he was just so loose. And Aldo just felt the pressure in that moment. Like, I've seen that highlight. It was the fastest knockout in UFC history. And McGregor just looked so loose, confident. He was just landing his strikes so precisely. And I don't think McGregor can land his strikes as precisely as he used to be able to. Now, if Connor had the same ability and the same hunger that he once had, then yeah, that'd be a different conversation. But McGregor just doesn't have that. I mean, he has money now. Like, he doesn't need to win a belt. Like, he doesn't need to, like, do anything. He has nothing left to prove. He's the biggest star in the entire UFC. He has nothing left. He has nothing left to prove to people besides himself. And apparently he wants to prove that he can be a three-weight champion, which would be pretty darn impressive if he did it. I mean, that would be just remarkable. I mean, that'd be another thing that Connor did in his career that no UFC fighter has ever done. I mean, that would be a remarkable feat. Remarkable feat. I would love to see that. And McGregor has fight a, fought at welterweight before against Donald Cerrone, cowboy. But, I mean, he's just not as high up as Usman is. And Usman's the champ. Like, Usman's the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the UFC. And I just don't see anyone beating that guy besides Kamzat Chumayev. And McGregor, he doesn't... His weight class is lightweight or featherweight. I think going up to welterweight for him is a stretch just a bit. And he is weighing at what 190 now. I mean, he's he was pretty bulky when he was recovering for his leg injury. And let's see how his leg injury is. I mean, I know he's got a titanium bone in his leg now, but I mean, how is that going to affect him? Like is it going to benefit him or is he going to be scared to get kicked in that leg? I mean, it's just going to really depend on what he's really comfortable with because we know he can box. That's like the strongest part of his game. But Usman can wrestle at the same time. Usman does have the striking ability to knock Connor out. And I think Usman doesn't need to use wrestling to beat Connor. But if Usman does wrestle and take Connor to the ground, I think Connor's done. Like Connor didn't win against Khabib because Khabib took him to the ground. He wrestled him. And Connor just doesn't have great ground game. He really doesn't. He has good takedown defense, but he doesn't have good ground game at all. And he doesn't really do jujitsu. And I mean, unless Connor added wrestling to his game and proved that he's really developed in that area, which I highly doubt, I don't see him being beating Usman. Like, I mean, he's coming back. His first fight back in the UFC is going to be a title fight, which is insane to me. Which is nuts. Like most guys would never get that opportunity, but he's Conor McGregor, so Dane is going to give it to him. And he's the highest paid athlete in the UFC. So, I mean, you kind of have to give it to him. And I want to see Conor fight. I want to see Conor fight at the biggest stage. I don't want to see him be an undercard on a main card. No way. He's a main event all day. But Conor, I've seen the videos of him training. He does look good. He looks like he's in shape. He looks like he's in the best shape of his life, in my opinion. I, I've never seen Connor in better shape. And he looks pretty big, and he looks scary. But is he going to be able to keep that up until the summertime and 
be able to fight at welterweight and dominate welterweight because if he dominates welterweight that'll change the entire game and he is 33 years old that he does have a little bit going for him and he's still young in this game but the hunger is going to be the question is if connor has the hunger to come back which he appears to have the hunger to come back because he just rehabbed from a leg injury and that takes a lot of work to rehab from a broken leg I mean, it's just a freak accident. We all know that it's a freak accident, but Connor did a lot of work to be put back in this position. And I don't know if he would be asking for a title fight if he didn't think he could win. Like, I mean, obviously everyone has confidence in their abilities, but you know the past Connor. When he thinks he can win, he knows he can. He knows he has the ability. He knows he has the skill set. Like, I mean, he said he's going to knock out Kamara Usman on an interview I saw him on. And that's pretty, that's that's some pretty bulky statement there. Very bulky statement. Usman's been talking trash too. They've been trading jabs on Twitter and on social media. Um, I mean, they've been, they've been going at it. I mean, this fight will have some real beef and it's going to happen. I think it's getting closer and closer by the day. Um, a couple months ago, when Connor was saying, oh, I can beat Kamara Usman. I'm the number one pound for pound. I have the best pound for pound game while elbowing a mat or like a little, uh, whatchamacallit, I'm not sure what you call it, but it was like a little mat you punch on the ground. It's kind of like a bag, but it's on the ground to practice your ground game. And he's just elbowing the mat, punching the mat. You don't have the best ground game. You've never been known for that. You've just been known to land precise shots and be quick on your knockouts. That's really it. And Usman has proven in the last couple fights that he can knock people out. And Usman is dangerous. He's dangerous. I mean, he just has a nasty right hand. He really does. And he's been fighting the last couple of years. And Connor hasn't fought in a year or two, a year and a half now. And Usman just has been in the game more consistently Connor since he's been out with that leg injury. I'm not saying that's going to affect Connor's chances, but Usman is just a better fighter. I don't know what else to say. Like, I would love to see Connor win because I'm a big Connor McGregor fan, but I'm just trying to be realistic here for you guys. Like, Connor is not going to win that fight. If he does win that fight, that would be sick. That would be sick. I would love to see it. But I just unfortunately don't see it happening. And the like one other thing I don't see happening, which I would love to happen, by the way, is John Jones coming back to the UFC and fighting Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight belt. I would love to see John Jones come back because John Jones is probably one of the best to ever do this. I mean, his elbows, the way he just knocks people out. And he's just so big and mobile for his size. But he's just going through so much outside the octagon. So much. Like he's just been going through trouble with his wife and personal life and all this nonsense. There was um, like about a year ago, like the reason he wasn't fighting in the UFC is because he tested positive for cocaine. But John Jones... That's another guy I would love to see come back and get a title shot his first fight back. 
I would love to see that, especially against Francis Ngannou. That would be a fight to see. That really would, because I think John Jones could win that fight. I mean, Francis, don't get me wrong. Francis is the world heavyweight champion. He can knock people out. And in his last fight against Cyril Gaon, he found out he's got some wrestling in him. And that's a little dangerous if you got a guy that's weighing 260, 65, that can wrestle like that. I mean, that's scary. That's scary. That's just scary to think about. But John Jones, and Kamara Usman has said this too. John, He said John Jones is one of the best to ever do this. And there's just too much going on outside the octagon for him to really come back. And I don't think he will come back, but that is another guy I would love to see come back and fight because he's just such a big name in the UFC again. And I think he's probably behind McGregor as the second biggest name in the entire UFC, John Jones. And he would he's just so amazing. He's just so awesome to watch. Like if you guys go back and watch some of his highlights in the UFC, you're just going to see nasty elbow after nasty elbow. I mean, he knocked people out with these elbows. And he also would knock people out with his fists as well. But those elbows is what he was known for. That elbow to the face, oh, God. you got to be ready for that. Like that. Like when he fought Daniel Cormier, oh, man. That, he just took care of business with that guy. And he was a big guy. And he also is the youngest champion in UFC history. He made history as well. So Conor McGregor and John Jones, mm, those are the two biggest names in UFC history. We know Conor's coming back, but will John Jones come back? Time will tell, and I really hope he comes back at the end of this year or maybe beginning of next year. We will see, but John Jones has to come back. That's another must for me. Um, and next month, we got a great pay-per-view coming up for the lightweight belt. Um Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje is a savage. This guy is unbelievable. He just has insane power, insane wrestling. And Oliveira has insane wrestling. He submitted Dustin Poirier in his last fight for the uh, to retain the belt, which he was losing that fight, in my opinion, for a little bit but because Poirier was kind of landing some significant strikes on him. But Oliveira's submission submissions are just different. They're just different. Um, that's going to be an amazing fight. I can't wait for that. That's next month. That's around May 12th, I believe, UFC 274. Um, that's in Arizona. Um, Justin Gaethje, I want to see Justin Gaethje get the belt. Um, I just think he is better than Oliveira, but I wouldn't be surprised if Oliveira retained the belt because – when you get Oliveira on the ground, I mean, he can just maneuver in ways you would never imagine. Imagine. Like, he just figures it out every which way. I mean, he's just, his jujitsu is unbelievable. And he's the champ at the end of the day. Um, but Gaethje has some power. He can knock, he can definitely knock out Oliveira. And he also has wrestling to match Oliveira's jujitsu. So, I mean, That'll be a great fight to watch. Um, the lightweight belt was on the line once again. Um, honestly, I think the lightweight belt, 
doesn't carry as much weight as it used to, but it still is the UFC. It's still a UFC championship belt. I mean, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. My opinion, the welterweight division is my favorite division right now because there's just a lot of stars in that division right now. But the lightweight division still has some stars like Gaethje and Oliveira, and those are the two biggest stars in that division. And that's going to be an amazing fight. And on that undercard, um, let's see if Tony Ferguson um, can gain some momentum, I guess. I mean, he's fighting uh, Chandler, um, and I don't know if he's going to be able to beat him. I mean, he's just had three straight losses, and two of them were all from Oliveira and Gaethje. I mean, like, I, there's just... I don't know. I think I think Tony Ferguson's done. Same with Masvidal. I think Masvidal's done. I think Covington took care of Masvidal's career pretty much in his last fight. Um, Ferguson's done though. I mean, he's just he hasn't been able to recover since he um had his last title shot against Oliveira. I mean, he just got embarrassed. He really did just get embarrassed. And Agachi knocked him out before that. I don't know how he even fought Oliveira. That was just, shouldn't even have happened. But, I mean, Ferguson, he's done. In my He's old. I mean, he's just been around for a long time. I think this could be his last fight on this card if he loses, which I think he will. Um, But the UFC is the most entertaining sport right now, in my opinion. And if no one tunes into the UFC, you've got to watch this because there's just so many great stars, so many great fights. Dana White is the best owner and run runner of a comp of sports company in any sport. Like he just puts the best against the best. It's not like boxing where the boxers get to pick their fighters. Like I hate that. Like these UFC guys don't get to pick who they fight. They can say all this stuff about a fighter and call him out, but it's up to Dana at the end of the day to make it happen. Like, and that's what I love about the UFC. They're just so great at doing that. And I really can't wait for the UFC 274 lightweight championship against Oliver versus Gaethje. That's going to be an amazing fight. Um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for Connor to come back. Um, and fight for the welterweight belt. That's just going to be the biggest pay-per-view in the history of the UFC. And then let's see if Covington and um, Kamzat Chumayev can get a contract signed to fight each other. That would be very interesting as well. And I just want to see that happen. Um, There's a lot of things that I'm excited for through the UFC that you guys should be excited for. And if you guys are not UFC fans, please turn into a UFC fan. You guys are missing out on so much if you guys don't watch the UFC. Um, but this is going to go ahead and do it for the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, please follow this page on Spotify. Um, share this with your friends. Um, let me know what you think. Um, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, the Take Podcast, um, to see little clips of the podcast if you don't want to listen to the entire thing. Um, or if you just want to stay tuned for uh, new episodes and get notified for those, um, that's a good way to, uh, see when new episodes come out. Um, but this is, uh, Jackson Burleson signing off and, uh, hope you guys have a good one.